you are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Find us on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-I-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. You can email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. And again, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Lockdown Royals is a three-to-week podcast right now in the off-season. But in-season, as the games begin to start for spring training and we move into March and April, it'll be a five-day-a-week podcast every single day. Talking Royals baseball, the only five-day-a-week podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And I want to talk about that season in general first with the new rules and what to expect. And then talk about what to expect from the actual team, how many wins, what kind of individuals need to step up in this season and talk about where they should finish and what you should, you know, kind of look for this year to start the year off with for Kansas city and where in their rebuild are they at to this point, but the MLB and MLBPA agreed to a deal for 2021 and it will include the seven inning double headers and it will include the runner on second base rule. There's no universal DH, there is no expanded postseason, uh, and the changes to the baseball were made to slightly control the home runs. We talked about that yesterday and talked about the runners on second base on Wednesday. But to give you a quick quick recap on that, I, I like the runner on second base for the 12th inning. I think that you should play the 10th and 11th straight up in the regular season. But if the players want it this way, that's perfectly fine. Whatever the players want. The seven inning double headers, I like that more. Just get the double headers out of the way. It helps the players. It helps everybody involved. And I think it creates this more fun and uniqueness to it uh, of being a seven inning double header, of putting more pressure on every single inning than there normally is in a typical regular season game. And remember, it's double headers in a normal season now. I mean, we're playing 162, and hopefully there's no outbreaks with COVID. And hopefully there's only the handful of double headers that we're used to whenever there's a rain out or, or weather cancellation. So we can survive with the seven inning double headers. And just like the extra inning rule here in the next year or two, it'll then be our new normal and we'll be perfectly adapted to it. And we'll not even think twice about it. Same as when the DH gets added back and the expanded postseason gets added back in the next CBA coming up at the end of this season, just prepare yourself for that. And remember you're still going to watch baseball and, and as you watch baseball, it becomes your new habit and your new normal. And that's what you just expect to happen. And then in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, this will be what you think of baseball. So if they ever try to revert back to it, you'll say, Oh, I, I, I cannot believe that they're going to try to take away the expanded postseason or whatever the case may be. So just deal with it and move on. It's just baseball. It's still baseball and it's still going to be played the exact same way. And I think that these improvements are improvements to the game. The, the expanded postseason will be a huge improvement. The DH will be a huge improvement. I cannot wait for the CBA to get solved. Now, hopefully, the CBA can get solved next offseason without a strike, but it does not seem likely. But hopefully, it does not take a strike to get all of this done. So that's the setup for the season. 26-man rosters, again, which is what we should have had last year until they needed to expand due to the you know outbreaks in the pandemic. 
also the Grapefruit League, which is a, which is a spring training league in Florida. The Royals play in Arizona. They play in the Cactus League in Florida. There's another uh, spring training league called the Grapefruit, and they're going to play in different pods, and they're going to play like a regionalized Florida schedule for spring training. I think that that's interesting to note. Now, Florida is much more spread out. Like the spring training sites literally take hours to get to, whereas in Arizona, the spring training sites are relatively all right next to each other. I mean, they're all like 15, 20 minutes apart from what I could gather. And so that's why it's more important for the Florida teams to do a little pod session to where they're not traveling all across the state of Florida and just heightening their risk even more. I don't think you'll see that in the Cactus League. I think that the Cactus League will stay the exact same as it always has. I think that you're going to see players, you know, already veterans do not travel all that much, but you're going to see less and less players traveling uh, around spring training. They're going to get their work done. And I think that eventually you'll see teams transition into playing more inter-squad games than actual games against MLB teams. The only thing that I think is holding up teams from doing that is that while it might suck this year, there's going to be fans there next year. So you're going to make a lot of money at spring training. Think about how many trips that you can make to Arizona and Florida and, and go take in spring training games. And, and that's a money-making opportunity for baseball. But spring training for all instance purposes for Kansas City will be the exact same, except for, as we mentioned before, the broadcast will be different. Fox Sports Kansas City already did not do a lot of broadcast, but there's going to be even less of them, according to what I'm hearing from around baseball and what people are thinking is going to happen this year just wanting to being more cost cost efficient with the television rights and sending crews out there and getting crews involved with those broadcasts. We'll see how that all transpires, but I think that many people will not miss that factor of it. I think that it's only crazy people like me and, and like other baseball junkies that actually watch spring training games and, and crave to watch spring training games, but we'll see how we survive without the games on television all that often. I am like 100% confident that the radio will still happen. Like it'll still be on 610 or at least on MLB.com for the MLB at bat people to listen to. The other thing about this season is that the season is back to normal. So the Royals are no longer only playing the Central NL and AL Central. They're going to play everybody. And that presents a new scheduling dilemma. I mean, you're going to travel East Coast. You're going to travel West Coast. You're, you're back to to playing in a, in a sense of normalcy if all things go well. I mean, for example, you're going to play the Rangers on opening day, and then you're going to go back to you know, the division, and you're going to play Cleveland Chicago for the next week. And then after that, you're playing the Angels, the Blue Jays, the Rays. That's your next two weeks after opening week. That's teams you have not played in over a year. That's teams that look totally different since the last time you've played them. And that'll be fun to to get to see those new teams come to the K and get to go on the, on the road trips and see these teams play Elsewhere, that's not just the Central Division. Because it did get repetitive a little bit last year. I mean, there's only so many things you can say about them playing the Tigers for the 15,000th time. And the score is once again 4-3. to three, And everyone continues to go 1-4. for four. I mean, there's only so much you can say about that. So adding in the fresh faces of playing around baseball will be fun. But with that becomes challenges of like, you know, road trips. And, and, and what you're going to have to expect on the West Coast. Like, you have a, a trip here where you're going to be at home for Minnesota from June 3rd through the 6th. That's a home standing against Minnesota. And then you're going to go on the road for the 7th through the 13th. You're playing games against three against LA Angels, three against Oakland. And then you're going to play again the 14th, 15th, and 16th against Detroit before you get your next off day, which will be the 17th, bridging the gap to the Boston series. You're going to play 
a consecutive you know, baseball every single day from the 3rd until the 16th. That is just a monstrous stretch. And you're going to face all different teams and have to travel all over the place, not just within your little region of central teams. That's one tough stretch that the Rose have to face this season. But I think that the West Coast swings are pretty manageable. I mean, you do have a tough Rose schedule where you're playing from the 13th of August and you're not going to get an off day again until the 30th of August, which will just be atrocious. But in that stretch, you're going to go to Chicago, you're going to go to Houston, then Seattle. Chicago and Houston are not that bad, but then you're going to swing it out to Seattle to end it before your off day, before the game against Cleveland. That'll be a, a, a slate where it'll be kind of hard to manage. But again, you're only going to go on the West Coast once in that swing, so that helps you out a bit there. The schedule all in all is not too terrible in terms of grinding on the road, but there's still an aspect of like trying to figure out how to manage your team whenever you're playing all these games, not only in a short amount of time, which you did last year. I mean, you played 60 games in what felt like 60 days. But now you're no longer having your longest road trip be to Chicago. It's now going out to L.A. and going out down to Florida and things like that. It'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Again, I cannot wait for the fresh faces and wait for the fresh, the uniqueness of this season and going through the motions. But with that becomes new expectations, and it becomes a refresh expectation level of what should you view this season as? Like, what would be considered a successful season for Kansas City? I want to get to that, but first I want to tell you, Better good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Betonline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props on, the, on almost anything you can imagine. Betonline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and to sign up for free at betonline.ag, head to their website, use the mobile device, some today, and you rec- and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts, and then use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I also want to tell you about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com for all the auto parts your car would ever need and skipping the upcharge of dealerships and the upcharge of, of local auto parts stores. But the best time to go to rockauto.com was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Head over there. And my favorite part about them is that I know nothing about cars. And I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I am never wasting money on parts I cannot use and parts I do not need. Check them out today at rockauto.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you in the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com is, again, a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years with their reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need. Thanks to their amazing selection. Go to RockAuto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you in the how did you hear about us box. And I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Locked On Today. Locked On Today is a brand new podcast. Get more of the sport news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. And right now, I want to dive into what you should expect from this Royal season. But again, that Locked On Today podcast is incredible. 
I use it to keep up to date with all the other sport leagues out there as I'm just so heavily focused on the NBA and MLB. They help me keep up to date on what's happening around the entire realm of sports. But I want to talk now about where this season should head for Kansas City. I think that in this spot that Kansas City's in, they're not in the win at all right now. They're not in the in the spot of they want to make the playoffs or they need to make the playoffs or they should go for the playoffs. But they are in a spot of it's time to show improvement. It's time to turn the corner. It's time to finish third place. It's time to give you that beacon of hope. It's time to produce a 2012-2013 season for Kansas City, what they had right before that playoff run. You need to start seeing these young guys show you the promise and show you the, the development. A big thing will be Alberto Mondesi. He's got to show you that he can actually be a legitimate piece for the future. I mean, he does it in the last month of the season, every single season. That's all well and good, but he needs to be sustainable and he needs to be able to do that for an entire 162-game slate, not just the end of the season. He cannot be atrocious for five of the six months and then is really good in the sixth month. He's got to be really good all throughout, and I hope he can do that. I think that this season, your expectation level should be that the Royals rarely get blown out that they're in every single ball game, that if a couple breaks go differently, that that they're a playoff team, if they can just get the ball to bounce their way a few times, they make that ground up in the wild card race, no problem. That they need to be in every single game that they take the field with and that they should be showing you signs of, okay, this is their pathway. They have a path to be a playoff team. They have a path to be a World Series contender if all these things line up and, and, and align together. So I feel good about where this Kansas City team is heading. I think that they should be a third-place team in the division. I don't think that Cleveland is is an unmovable object or an, an unbelievable threat to Kansas City. That would be the one I, I feel most concerned about, stopping Kansas City from being a third-place team. But again, if, if you finish fourth, but you're still competitive and you're still involved in the third-place race, and you're still involved with Cleveland, and you're still mixing it up in your division and playing close games, and your run differential is not atrocious, and, and, and you're doing the proper things and you're showing the proper signs, that's what it's all about, too. This is not necessarily all about a win-loss record. It's about a feel. Like You have to feel like you're in every game. You have to feel like, okay, every single day that the Royals go to the ballpark, they can win a baseball game. And that's not been a feeling you've gotten in the last couple of years. You have to get that feeling this season. And I'm looking forward to. It. I think that they do have that team around this around this core. I think that they have a team in this in this year that will play fun, exciting brand of baseball for the rest of the season and for the rest of the time. And I think that you're going to start to see Mike Matheny taking another step. I think that he did some good things last year. There's some things I didn't agree with necessarily last year, but all in all, like if you grade his entire season as a as a whole, I like what we saw from Mike Matheny, which I'm pleasantly surprised by. I did not think that Matheny would be a very good manager this time around. I didn't like him in St. Louis, but he's he's truly and clearly made the adjustments needed to be a good manager. And so seeing him take that next step, seeing the seeing the young guys on this team take the next step, this season will be fun. And as long as it's fun, I'm cool with it. I don't care about making the playoffs because I don't want to put that pressure on them in the sense of if they don't make the playoffs, it's not disastrous. It's not set you back if they don't make the playoffs. What I want to see from them is that they're having fun every single day, they're playing competitively every single day, and that they are again, involved in every single contest. That's all. That, that, is a, that is a low bar to clear in my mind. That's a bar that they can easily clear in my mind. So where are you at with this team? Do you care yet about how this season unfolds? Or do you care about how this Royals development turns? I think that they should show you that 2013 sign. In 2013, they were in the mix for the playoffs all the way through the season, including the last weekend in Seattle. And they didn't make the playoffs, but you could see that, hey, th- these guys are going to come together pretty soon. And these guys are going to come together and be a good team pretty, pretty soon. I want to see that this year. I want to see that, that, that the signs on the wall of, okay, pretty soon you get Bobby Witt Jr. up here, you get Daniel Lynch up here, and they're going to be a good team. I, I want to see that happen for them this season. 
Let me know your expectation heading into spring training, which is only a week away. We have made it to spring training. Follow me on Twitter at rather than underscore styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Rose. We'll see you next week on Lockdown Rose Podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Lockdown Rose.